Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everybody, on this uh, big day for Colorado Law, or shameful day, one of the two, Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden, uh, the Chuck and Julie, true straight up, oh, one, two, three, four, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck and Julie, and Julie Chuck and Julie, grassroots show, true straight up. To the true straight up, the show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, advanced yes, acupuncture yes. And, and Chinese medicine. Hey, we're going to just start off with uh, Colorado Republican Party chairman. A famous uh, media mogul, yeah. not everywhere. <laughs> Dave Williams. I know, Dave. So you're like, okay, guys, I can only stand for a little bit. You've been on CNN, Laura Loomer. <laughs> we'll play a bite from that after you get off. Um, um, the Steve Bannon show. Um, you know, you guys, I think the Colorado Republican Party, you and Anna and 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 Tom and and Hope, I, I we are so grateful that you guys got involved in this fight to keep Trump on the ballot early on because obviously it's it's a it's as big a fight as there is. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's kind of an understatement. It, I, I've I've been doing what I can. I have I of course have had a lot of press inquiries throughout the day and yesterday when it initially broke. And it's still hard to articulate what's going on here. What we're seeing is is a miscarriage of justice. We're seeing uh, corrupt elements within our government uh, who were who were appointed by Democrats, who are Democrats, uh, who are uh, undermining our election process. They're removing our ability to choose uh, the uh, people that we want to choose in elections. Uh, they are also undermining the process of due law, or, or, or excuse me, due process of law, rather. Excuse right. me. And it it's a problematic because Donald Trump was neither charged nor convicted with insurrection, but they're using it as a pretext to remove him from the ballot. I think what's very telling is that Jack Smith chose not to actually charge or prosecute Donald Trump for an insurrection. And that should tell you everything you need to know, that this is a desperate attempt by Democrats to eliminate the competition as opposed to making the political case to the voters in the public. And we're not going to stand for it. We're going to appeal to the United States Supreme Court, which is our right. We we intervened early on. But we're also going to make arrangements to start to pivot away from the primary should this thing not pan out for us. We're going to go to the Republican National Committee and we're going to ask for a waiver to have a straight-up caucus where all of our national delegates will be elected at the uh, state convention on April the 6th. Um, we got a lot of things that we got to do in preparation for that, but that in a nutshell is, is where we're headed. And my hope is that the Supreme Court settles this because if they don't, what you're going to see is chaos through the entire country. You're going to see secretaries of state and other uh, lawsuits pop up to throw Donald Trump off the ballot. And I shudder to think what that means uh, if the United States Supreme Court doesn't put an end to this now. Well, that was, I was looking, you know, just doing a little bit of research. Like in 2020, 1.3, almost 1.4 million Coloradans voted for Donald Trump. And these four partisan hacks in black robes uh, spurred on, I remind everybody, by some rhino traitor Republicans who filed the lawsuit, but just, just took their right to vote away. Um, and I think as you've articulated, if you don't like Donald Trump, don't vote for him. But don't tell millions 
uh, Coloradans that they don't have the right to vote for the candidate of, of their choice. I mean, last night, I got to tell you, I was so angry. We we're making Christmas cookies, right? And I was so angry. I just thought, I'm not even going to look at it now. I, I mean, to think that it's come to this, like you said, the, the lawfare has come to this um, it, to me, it's, just, it's, it's, I don't know, like Chuck said, it's a shame. It's, it's, I mean, you know, it makes me almost embarrassed to be a Coloradan. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, this is absolutely embarrassing. This runs afoul of basic fundamental uh, principles that underpin our, our nation, right? The, the right to vote, the right to choose which candidates we think best should represent us in government. Totally thrown out the window. Due process, thrown out the window. First Amendment, the freedom of association for a party to nominate who they think is best uh, to represent their party in the general election. Out the window. These things, uh, we, we can't let them stand. We need to fight these, these guys uh, tooth and nail because if they get away with it, then we don't have a country anymore. And and by the way, if they can do it to Donald Trump, they can do it to any candidate they don't like. And they already have. I don't think a lot of people are focusing on the fact that they did this, not quite this way, but they essentially did this to RFK Jr., right? They didn't want him competing against uh, uh, Joe Biden, so they did what they could to rig the system there. They did this with Bernie Sanders last go around. The power brokers in the Democrat Party don't like competition. And so they've only extended it to Donald Trump because I think they see what everyone else sees, that if Joe Biden uh, is the nominee against Donald Trump, Joe Biden's going to lose and Donald Trump's going to return to the White House. Right. Well, well here, here's one thing you can do for us. Um, you can get two birds with one stone. Um, I was interesting to read uh, the 137 pages of, of Endless Dribble. Um, that had talking about um, Section 107 or one, Prop 107 and how their great fear was it violated uh, the rights of associations of Republicans in Colorado by including in unaffiliated. So would you mind to have them put in there that while they're doing it, that, that uh, 107 and 108 are a violation of, of the right of free association guaranteed by the First Amendment, and then we wouldn't have to do this other lawsuit at all. Well, the opt-out, yeah, they sort of settled the opt-out lawsuit for you there and there too. Well, they could. I don't sure they did, but they could. Um, I'll, so I'll see what good. I can do. Okay, that'd be good. That'd be good. Sense of the because I think the RNC has said they will now jump in. Obviously, Trump immediately said they will appeal. Um, any any idea on timeline? I, I would think that that this was you know not completely unexpected. It's horribly disappointing and despicable, but not completely unexpected. So I'm assuming the lawyers have been working on this already, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Our, our attorneys did anyway. I'm not sure about the Trump attorneys, but our attorneys had some draft uh, in in the works. And so they're finalizing it, and they're going to submit as soon as possible, um, probably within the next few, few days, if not sooner. Uh, so we will appeal it. There will be an appeal, uh, which is the good news. Uh, right. The bad news is we're kind of at the mercy of the United States Supreme Court. We don't know what their time frame is. We assume that they'll hear it quickly, uh, but they could very well drag their feet. Uh, and so that puts us in a position of, okay, do we do we make the pivot to the caucus? And so I have to at least start the process of asking the Republican National Committee to allow us uh, to select our delegates uh, at a caucus system instead of a primary system. I, I know I, I know a lot about 108. Um, I must admit I didn't study 107 very well. Um, 108 provides you can get out of the uh, primary by Byzantine rules of 
75% of all those present. I assume we've gone through 107 and there is no such um, one in yeah, the there's no there's no clear opt out provision in 107, and so I've simply declared that if this if this holds, then we will <laughs> withdraw from the primary, and, and the Secretary of State has already uh, notified the press that that's not legal. They said that's not legal, and I and I have in I've in return said I don't care. Uh, go through. Yeah. The we're going to we're going to pick our we're going to pick our delegates how we choose. Well, explain it a little bit too. So what you mean is is what you're saying is if this is going to stand, um, and if we don't get some clear direction from the Supreme Court on what might happen, you're saying you will basically cancel the Republican primary, and we will then pick our delegates who will then go to the um, National Assembly at the caucus is that what you're saying that's exactly what i'm saying i'm 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 so we we adopted a delegate plan that i submitted back in september 30th i now whether or not the committee read it i don't know but embedded (laughs) in my plan i had a contingency plan and this was it that if these guys were successful in eliminating trump from the ballot through lawfare then we were going to pivot to a caucus and ignore the primary so what we're going to do is i'm going to notify jenna griswold that we don't we don't want to do the primary, so don't send out the ballots. And if she refuses, then we're going to say, okay, fine. We're just not going to – we're going to ignore whatever results you cook up because we don't think it's it's fair as long as Donald Trump's off that ballot. So we will just elect delegates however we want through the caucus at the state assembly on the 6th. And then you'd have two competing delegate pools. No, um, no, we wouldn't. I wouldn't allow work it. With the RNC. I, I, would, I would say this is the only delegate pool. Oh, no, but you have to understand, this is not the first time that's happened. Because uh, I, you know, back in the good old days, in the 64, my first reel as a 14-year-old, there were competing <laughs> delegates from Mississippi, uh, Fannie Lou Hamer, and, and then whoever the state party uh, did. And they fought it out on the floor of, of the DNC. Um, it, it was great. It was well, an we'll, amazing fight. I anticipate we'll our waiver will be granted. This is so right. historic and unprecedented. I don't think the RNC is going to deny us. And so when we have that waiver, they're only going to recognize the delegate pool that we submit. Oh, the other ones will go, though. It'll be well, fun. Here's, you're missing the point. See, Jenna Griswold, so pretty soon the Supreme, you know, the Colorado Supreme Court will just say who the candidate is, right? And they'll even skip all of that. They'll just say who the president is. I mean, Jenna Griswold, she doesn't want us to be able to vote for the candidate of our choice. She wants us to be able to vote for who they tell us to vote for. And I mean, it's it's ludicrous. I mean, you're going to have to have more lawyers at the Republican. You're going to have to get a bigger office. Well, have you you seen if you've seen the opinion, the amount of lawyers that have made appearances? I mean, just those after page after page after page. I mean, you are talking about there. There are more lawyers than some third world countries have. I mean, it's just amazing on this one. It's it's ridiculous that then that Jenna Griswold is going to make you fight for that, too, I'm assuming. I don't don't care what she does. She can have a court order, whatever. She can declare whatever. I'm going to ignore it. We're not going to be we're not going to listen to a corrupt Democrat or Democrat appointed judges tell us who we're going to nominate. I will send a slate of delegates to Milwaukee that uh, comply with our caucus process if that if that needs to be the case. I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope the Supreme Court overturns what Colorado did. But at the end of the day, I have a I have a a duty and an obligation to protect our right uh, rights as a party. And I'm going to do that. 
Right. So, so do, do you have criminal attorneys on 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 board? Because <laughs> the first thing our attorney general is going to indict you yeah. on on some Colorado statute for you failing to follow their dictates. I mean, I I I will I welcome the fight. Yeah, That's not, right. Well, I'm, have you have you heard from other state party chairs? Because this is, I mean, they're you know what the Trump is has like ninety one different indictments across the country. This is this is a similar effort going on in other states. Um, and once again, Colorado being the blueprint for all horrible things the Democrats try. Have you been in contact with them? I mean, some of those other guys who are worried too, and gals maybe saying, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" And uh, you, any advice yeah. for us? I mean, as you can imagine, it's there's a flurry of activity going on, not only in Colorado but nationally. Uh, the a lot of the state chairs are organizing to file amicus briefs uh, to uh, to the U.S. Supreme Court on our on our behalf. So that's what they're doing right now. I know a lot of them are encouraging um, folks to go to our website and donate and yes. aid us. That's a good idea. There's a good idea. Um, I I know uh, I know that there's a lot of uh, desire on the part of Republicans nationally. And to help spread the word, this is this is dan- this is a dangerous time. This is a constitutional right. crisis that we we can't ignore. It, and it didn't have to be this way, but you had four radical judges appointed by Democrats decide that they are 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 uh, more important than than two hundred plus years of constitutional jurisprudence. No, oh, but it's not the first time the Colorado Supreme Court did that. They did it in twenty eleven when they took the map done by the state legislature. And decided to rewrite it themselves. That was their last per curiam opinion, <laughs> where they didn't actually have anybody's name on it. They all got in it together, yeah. either because jealousy, all wanted to be the one who did it, or or they didn't want the blame. Uh, but when when they really stealing from you, then they do it by quote unquote per curiam, so it's no one individual opinion, and and it's an amazingly sleazy method by three. Pretty sleazy four. You're right. Four sleazy people. Not one of them. One is a nice person. Come on, Julie. Well, no, Dave, let me, because I know you got to go real quick then. Where could, because this is all going to take money. And if we have to do the caucus thing, that's going to take, I mean, yeah. caucuses always take money. This will be even more. Where can people, where, where do you want people to go help? Go to our website at cologop.org. That's cologop.org. And you'll see right up front, we have Donald Trump's beautiful mugshot. <laughs> right next to the donation button. Help us out. I mean, this is all hands on deck. I asked uh, everyone watching from Bannon to Ben Shapiro, all the other things that I've been on so far, please don't donate. This is a national fight, and we just happen to be on the front lines. Absolutely. So help us out. Let's uh, preserve our uh, republic and our, our free uh, and fair elections and, and help us win the day. I, I think we will win, but if we don't, then we're certainly going to need all the help we can get. Well, All keep right. on doing the great job you're doing, and and uh, yeah, you know, get those keep... movie get those movie contracts coming in. That uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave. Hey, thank you. Thank, thank you. Dave. Take doing. care. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye. And we have. Let me go. And we we have a ton a ton of comments here, so we can do this. Um, didn't we know it would come to this? There is no conviction. There's no due process. This is from Charlene. They're desperate to resort to this tactic. They're ready and primed to push Gorsuch in a corner and he is coke backed. I wouldn't count on SCOTUS. Um, most in power are compromised. Um, and then she says, well, I always find myself supporting, supporting Dave Williams with my widow's might. Um, and then Leo, if it's, if SCOTUS overturns this, Trump just better not take any rides in a convertible. The last solution, Charlene Vivek is on top of it, going to pull out of the race, but DeSantis and Nikki Haley will 
people just sympathize, which is true. Um, from um, Charlene again, Davis, Paul Revere, Patrick Henry, and George Washington rolled into one person. Exactly, exactly. Dave, if you're listening, everybody loves you here. Um, yes, I saw the donation page show up on my Facebook page. They're already on Good. top of it. Good. Yeah, and to kind of clarify then, oh, because uh, I want to play Dave Williams. He's, he's not pulling any punches. But so what they did in a way, the judges themselves knew that this is stupid. They don't care. But right. so they took Trump off the ballot, then immediately put him back on the ballot. Right. They stayed. They're taking him off the ballot, pending an appeal, which we know there's and going to there's be. And once there's appeal, then it, it stayed until, I suppose, an opinion or denial of cert or something is issued. <laughs> right. And then they'll go back and say, hey, they denied cert, so Trump, you're on the ballot. But I think, and, and the Supreme Court, and I check your lawyer, so they can do any number of things, right? They can, well, why don't you explain? They have numerous options here. Well, they have a normal schedule. There, There's X amount of time before they consider cert. But, you know, those are, you know, for example, executions. They have, yeah. you know, someone's going to be executed. You can't go by the normal you can, you can hurry things up. Yeah, you can hurry things up so they can grant cert and, and grant immediate hearing given the thing. And they can say, oh, we don't need any more stupid papers and briefs and, and all of those things or everybody and their mother kills the forest. Well, because you would. Um, and then they can quickly rule. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so they not... could rule quickly. They could have arguments. They could kind of punt until May or till March or so, too. Right. And and I when it for they do whatever they want. I mean, yeah. They're not required to, to, to take this. It's not a matter of original jurisdiction, so they, they can do I think pretty much what the trouble want. is. I bet we will now see some of the other blue states jump on top of this as well, well right? Sure, California it's, lieutenant government says, Secretary of State, can you please come in and, and tell us how we take Trump off our ballot here in California? Right, and you know what I love is in Texas, they're saying we're going to take Biden off the ballot. Well, you know, let a billion people, I mean, and that exactly that's, I mean, that is the only way lawfare is going to stop against right. Republicans is to take lawfare and do it the other way. Because if you're always on the defense, you're always on the defense. And right. It's, and it's not good. And we want to play that too. Um, and uh, th- there's there's harsh language here. So just if you have close your ears, close your ears if you've never stuff. heard the F word. But Dave it. Williams did a great job. He was on Laura Loomer um, uh, last, I think it was last night, or maybe it was yeah. this morning, this morning. Um, talking about this. And he summed it up. He summed up the way I felt last night. Um, and I he summed up the way I think a lot of people are increasingly feeling. So Thomas, if we could please play the Dave on Laura on the Dave on the Laura Loomer show. Essentially, I'd like to to let you know that how when Elon Musk was asked about the censorship he was facing on X, he said, you know, basically go F yourself. That's my sentiment right now to the core of yeah. Just say it. Democrats. Just say it, you know, because <laughs> I, 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 I say it all the time on my show. I'll say it with you, you know. You can say it. Honestly, you should. You should say it. And then it will be broadcasted all over Colorado. You should say it live on Loomer Unleashed. Sure. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, right. That's to right. Quote Elon Musk. To yeah, quote Elon exactly. Musk. Everybody that's this trying is- to illegally interfere in our elections, you need to go fuck yourself. You do. This is this is this is absurd, and we're not going to take it lying down. We're going to fight this, and we're going to make sure that your precious right to vote is protected. There he goes. Right. Yeah, right. It is go after yourself, you know. And again, and I just want to point out that um, there were four traitor Republicans: Krista Kafer, Norma Anderson, Michelle Priola, and Claudine. Um, Kamarda, I always say her name wrong, who were the ones who joined, they were willing pawns of the Soros-funded organization that's paying for this. So we had... Well, but you have to understand, 
all but Norma Anderson are, are you know nominal Republicans at best. Norma Anderson was the majority leader in the uh, state Senate, majority leader, oh. and she wants to pull all, all your rights. Well, Shows you when you get old, you you, you know you want attention. Looks like Jacob wants to weigh in. Jacob, go ahead. Hi. First of all, happy holidays, everybody. Um, I'm in the middle of work, so. But I just want to say one thing. Back in 1990, 1991, we had that Amendment 1 where it was um, they made it illegal for the uh, for, uh, you know, homosexuals or whatever. Oh, gay, the gay and marriage. Barbara, uh-huh. Yeah. And I remember Marvin Davis got really upset with um, Barbara Streisand because she said she wanted to boycott all of Colorado because of the law. I think that's what's going to happen now. I think we've seen the last of uh, the business in Colorado. I think people are going to start boycotting us. I think people are going to move away. I think people are not going to want to deal with us because of all this this mayhem that they're starting up. You know, they're not only they're not only stopping people's right to vote in Colorado, but they're also stopping people's right in other states because they're taking away that electoral that electoral number, whether or not Trump would win, who knows? but they're taking away that piece. And right. um, well, exactly. And I think, you know, I mean, we have joked before saying, you know, elections are too important to the elite, um, yeah. you know, to have voters participate in them. And now we're seeing that become true. Right. And, um, and I hope, and I hope Dick Wadhams is proud of himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Because this is all his fault. Yeah. I'm putting it all on his shoulder. I hope he's listening. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he, he encourages and he, he, um, perpetuated this by making sure that the Democrats would win exactly. and that that and that the judges would be appointed by Democratic uh, governors. That's you know? true. And, you know, but, and it's, but it, these uh, guys can be voted out. Well, OK, and I'm going to get to that. Jacob, thank you for your call. That's right. So here are the names of the four yeah. judges that voted to keep Trump off the ballot. Judge Monica Marquez, who is up for reelection in this coming November, November 2024. Melissa Hart, William Hood and Richard Gabriel. Now, judges in the Colorado Supreme Court serve 10 year terms. So all of the others who voted um, to keep Trump off the ballot aren't, you know, it's going to be years before before yeah, we can get the, rid of that. One thing you can easily do and you can Just do this no. thing. Just vote. And the Republican Party ought to say that, that we have a judiciary that's all one sided. Right. Not just on the appeals court, not just on the Supreme Court, not everywhere. Right. They're all active judges have been appointed by Democrats. And we've got to start voting just no. Right. And and the Republican Party should be behind that, be behind that effort. I, I would have mentioned that today, but. We didn't have much time. I got the 108 and other thing. I mean, Matt Arnold, we'll try to get him on next week, had that, what is it, Clear the Bench? Was that what it was? Where he had an organization where he tried to advocate for people to find out what judges are doing. I want to come on because he's fighting to have a license they're, granted by those same Supreme the Court same Supreme, uh, But that's another thing they're doing, though, right? Yeah. It's like it's if they don't like you for something you did even years ago, they'll right. be like, oh, you can't be a lawyer in Colorado. Sorry. I mean, I'm no fan of Jenna Grizz or Jenna Ellis anymore, but they're trying to disbar her. Again, they brought a new complaint. Yeah. I mean, it's it's and it is it is very difficult to find lawyers who will fight this. So, again, kudos today for acting fast and getting some help on there. Well, let's let's but, talk talk briefly about the decision. itself. Sure. Yeah. And the easiest way to, to understand the decision, because it's 137 pages long and just goes on and on, because and, they have to jump through so many hoops to get where they finally want to go to, is a look at the dissents. And so there are three separate dissents, all wrote different ones. So 
Boatwright, who's the chief justice, came on and said, look, they brought this under 1-1-1113, and that provides only the, the most cursory review. You have to have it, once you file it, they have five days to set a hearing, and they must issue a decision within 48 hours. Um, and so the uh, Democratic District Court judge said, ah, screw that. Um, we'll just give weeks. Just a suggestion or, you know, and the Supreme Court, uh, the majority said, oh, well, substantial compliance. And it wasn't close. It wasn't close. So he, he, he based that on that one. Then some more who is, is gotten a lot of praise for his kind of fiery dissent. He said that by and large, that the 14th amendment, uh, clause was not self-actuating. Um, it did just not, somebody had to do something. Congress had to Had say to launch could, it. Yeah, had, had to give you reasons for it. Um, and there weren't, and then he pointed out cases in 1868 and 9 where people said it's self-actuating. So these judges making these opinions uh, are automatically out of office. They said, no, you don't. But his was just on that, that his was on federal law. Um, and then the last one, Birkenkotter, um, said that, well, the General Assembly, I mean, the state uh, Congress, um, not the federal one, but the state one, didn't want us to decide this. So they all had different ones of why, well, and one of these... different ones for doing it. One, one's based on, on there's no remedy available under Colorado. Two, that Colorado didn't want to give it to the judiciary. And three, that the federal law uh, was not effectuating, so they couldn't do it. They could, well, and some more, I think, from what I was reading, too, because I didn't read it all like you did, but he was also pointing out what Dave pointed out, that Trump wasn't accused of, in fact, no one's been accused of, and no one's been charged, let alone convicted, of insurrection. And he said, so we can't, we just can't, he said, you know, he's a criminal. He he was the Aurora Theater shooting judge, right? He's a great criminal um, judge. And he's like, I've never seen anything like this in all of my years on the court, where we, where we just, there's this sham, he didn't call it sham, but there's this hearing where the judge just kind of hears some Who takes, people. takes in? I'll take January 6th stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, they're hearing. That was fair. Right. And, yeah. and then just determines that there's been a crime that was committed. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, and, and it is it is outrageous on so many levels. Like I said, last night, I was just, I was really so angry. But then I thought, okay, no, now we got to fight, right? Um, and and I think, that once again, there's a psychological warfare going on in here, too, right? They want to wear people down. They want to wear them out. I think, and we'll talk about this a little. I could play one of the sound bites now. What's interesting is I read one thing and I thought this was kind of funny. It said to all of you, you know, anti-Trump people and never Trumpers who are dancing around the room today. He said, it's kind of like going to your Christmas party and getting drunk. You have a lot of fun there. But then the next day you wake up and you're like, ooh, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Yeah. I mean, across maybe not totally across the board, but there are a lot of national experts on the Democrat side who are saying all this is going to do is bump Trump in the polls, right? The, the odds of the Supreme Court keeping him off the ballot are As they do, then, 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 all these then all these other states will start throwing the Democrats off the ballot. Right. It's going to create chaos. And they said, this is this is not good. So if we could play. So this was a Democrat analyst, Doug Schoen. Uh-huh. I always say his name wrong. If we could play the Doug Schoen soundbite, he was like not happy about this. Well, this is one Democrat who believes this is going to hurt Democrats and certainly hurt democracy. Um, you know, Donald Trump has not been convicted of anything. And to kick him off the ballot uh, preemptively is to me anti-democratic 
and against the interests of the Democratic Party. Uh, Donald Trump has a lot of negatives, but to throw him off the ballot based on allegations which have not been fully vetted in a court of law with appeals is, to me, contrary to everything our country stands for. And I'm, I'm a Biden supporter. I would vote for Joe Biden tomorrow, but I would tell Joe Biden that he should press the Supreme Court to get Donald Trump back on the Colorado ballot, indeed on every ballot. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that that's right. Donald Trump, he's been indicted at 91 different times. They have all these things. And all it does is continues to prove his point that he is being persecuted because, as you know, by, you know, by his political opponents. So and his ratings go up. Vivek Ramaswamy, I'm sure, you know, said he would pull off of the ballot if Trump is not allowed on the ballot. Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis said, oh, it's a shame. They shouldn't be doing this. Shouldn't be doing this. Right. But they didn't pull off of the ballot. So, you know, it's just it, it, like you've said, though, it's hard to know what the Supreme Court is going to do. And that's good that Dave is, is taking steps right away to be prepared. Right. So, well, yeah, but the, you know, it's yeah, he's doing a great job doing that. But it is, you know, as we try to articulate here that you know how how you get to decisions, judges decide the result they want, and then they just they go get, ahead and yeah. do it. So 107 pages of these four justices, uh, you know, saying this we this is very heavy. We're feeling no, way, way 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 heavy, and and you know, it's sad. It's pathetic. It just shows you. That really the law is just what you want it to well, be. But so, so what, what I, we were talking earlier, and then we'll bring Mark Poff up here in a second. But, you know, to me, it was like always you had the sense, not always, but at least I had the sense for a long time that, you know, if there was a, a wrong, if you were wronged, right, well, you could go to the legal system mm -hmm. and seek redress, right? And and if that didn't work, well, then you could at least, you know, vote for somebody new, right, and who could appoint the judges. And in one foul swoop, they've just taken that away. Right. In one fell swoop, you now know there is no recourse in a court that you can count on. And I mean, because right now, like, you know, you'd think this should be a piece of cake decision for the U.S. Supreme Court. But who knows? Right. Mm -hmm. And not only that, now they aren't even going to let us vote for who we want to vote for. I mean, and that that person, by the way, being the number one candidate, the leading candidate. It's not like this is some obscure candidate, you know, and they're like, look, you're not going to be in the bed. No, this is a person who. If it were held right now, if the polls are correct, number one would win the primary hands down and maybe not in Colorado, but would very likely win the general election, too. Well, the so. last time the Supreme Court did this, or at least the most spectacular time, not the last time, the most huh. spectacular time, was the 1850 Dred Scott decision. Uh, it's often known for the fact that, that Justice Taney said, well, blacks can't be citizens or property, and which is, but the one that gets less is that it was the second time since Marbury v. Madison in 1805 where they found a law unconstitutional and they found the Missouri Compromise of 1820 unconstitutional, which means a whole thing about slavery was taken away um, from the public discourse. It can, you know, because now it was, you couldn't, uh, banned slavery in the territories. It was impossible, um, and therefore no political solution could ever resolve short of a civil war, and so it guaranteed a civil war. And here is, we're going to take your rights away. Right. You know, you're not going to be able to decide you think Donald Trump's a buffoon or not. We're going to decide for you. Um, on the most specious of reasoning, and if we can do the get away with this, yeah, well, oh. I mean, I think lawfare is the way that political races are going to be decided anyway, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, that's maybe Mark is Mark Poff, um, our law enforcement expert, um, is there. Mark, if you want to can turn on your camera and unmute yourself, um, 
for being up there. Hey. hey. So, Mark, thank you for your time. I was saying to Chuck, you know, it's, you retired from law enforcement at the right time because we're just going to skip all those pesky investigators. We're going to we're not even going to do trials anymore. We're just going to go straight to the finding people phase. guilty. Yeah. And, and, and punishing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's been fun listening to you guys talk about Donald Trump. And I promised John St. Augustine, who's obviously going to be with me again on Friday, and we're going to talk about cases and stuff. I told him, I said, look, this Friday, I'm not going to spend any time doing anything political. We'll just go right into it. And again, you know, something always happens. But to me, this is one of the analogies that I've had for years, which is I'm firmly convinced that stupid people just have to let other people know they're stupid. And so now we have the Colorado Supreme Court. And instead of just what they should have said was, look, as much as I would love to not have Donald Trump on the ballot because I'm a Democrat and I hate Donald Trump, but, you know, constitutional law kind of locks me in. And I've been looking at the 14th Amendment, which I don't even think applies. I mean, I think it's a stretch for right. them to even apply this. And, and obviously he hasn't been charged or convicted of anything that has to do with insurrection or or whatever. But they just they can't help themselves. And and I just find that stupid people can't help themselves. And, and I've done a whole segment on stupid people. And <laughs> I've definitely found, and I gotta be careful because I go in front of judges all the time. So judges are not stupid, we would like to point out. <laughs> well what I would say is judges sometimes make decisions knowing full well that they're gonna be overturned on an appeal, and they know it. But they'll make it to play to their base, especially in states where they're actually a competitive um, vote. Yeah. I, I ran across this in Arizona. Don't want to tell you the specific case that I was testifying in. But they told me ahead of time and said, look, th the judge isn't going to rule for us because we're defending someone who supposedly murdered, you know, an eight-year-old girl. So he's going to rule against us. And then we're going to have to appeal and hope the Arizona State Supreme Court will overturn his decision. And and I was just shocked when the judge basically it was a Daubert hearing and, and the judge just basically said in his ruling, you know what, we're really not having a Daubert you know, hearing. I was like, wait a minute, that's the reason we were there. He goes, I'm just going to let it in and just say that we never had a Daubert hearing. And I'm like, wait a minute, you can't do that. You can't do so, that. <laughs> you know, to hear, I started laughing yesterday when I heard this, you know, you, you got upset. I actually just started laughing and saying, Dude, you just helped Donald Trump yes. in Colorado. There was probably no chance that Donald Trump could have won Colorado. You've now made it a foot race because there's actually going to be some people that are going to be like, you know what, Trump's or Biden's an idiot. Right. You know, and, and so all this stuff, you know, I, I'm just going to vote for Trump because, you know, of what they've done. And it's going to get over. You're, you're, you're forgetting ballot harvesting. Well, yeah. In a free well, I, I, I understand the cheating. I, I get all the cheating that's going on. And we need to fix the cheating. And every year, you, you've stepped on my landmine, Chuck. Every four years we talk about, or every two years, yes, how yes. they're stealing these elections. But we don't do anything to fix it. So no. every yeah. two years, we go through it again. And they just move. It's like right. whack-a-mole. You, you right. know, that game that drives you crazy. And it's like, oh, they're not there anymore. They're over here cheating. <laughs> now they're here yeah. cheating. Right. And, and 
but it needs to be solved. But I think this is hilarious, to be honest with you. It, it makes us look stupid, though. I mean, I hate it to tell people. Hey, I'm from, to be from Colorado. Well, as, as Leo points out, you know, some of the brightest people are the stupidest. They have a high IQ. <laughs> and and on this court, the three went to DU, voted against them. Uh, the four went to Ivy League schools and <laughs> right. and, and and University of Virginia. So it's they all had someone else write the opinion for him. Yeah, yeah, well, they had plagiarists, so they had to get plagiarists. And, well, and, and I'm you all know, for you, plagiarism, but yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> you have the same apartment. The Conservative Treehouse, which is a great website, that's basically what the guy who runs at Sundance said too. Is that he was saying this is hilarious? He says it's the Colorado Supreme Court or the first rules or take Donald Trump off the ballot, and then they're saying, and now we put him right back on the ballot, and it's like in case <laughs> you know, it's like so he's like even they don't believe it, and he said exactly what you said that all this is going to do is help Trump. It's going to boost Trump. Nobody, and it boosts his argument that he's being persecuted for political reasons oh, yeah. um and, and 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 in the end he's going to be on the ballot and he's going to win by even more so he said don't I'm here in colorado well but but i mean but he was saying so don't get all upset you know don't don't quit the fight don't he said you got to fight it and i'm glad to see dave williams do that so right but there's so many hurdles and and, yeah. and they almost i think they did reference this in their ruling which is yeah there's all these hurdles and you know, I don't I don't think we're jumping over any of them, but we're just going to knock them down and keep running. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just don't care. I, I think the Supreme Court will have a heyday with this, you know, but it'll it'll be amazing to me if it goes kind of down the line, because in theory, what should happen? You know, I was in law enforcement and I'm totally against abortion. And, and I tell people that I'm a man of faith. And I just for me. Uh, you know, life begins at conception and I just don't want to be involved in, in taking any life, potential life, whatever you want to call it. But I took an oath, you know, when I became a cop, you know, and, and I said, look, if I'm going to take that oath, I, I may have to go against some of the things that are my deepest conviction or convention. Conviction. Conviction. There we go. <laughs> and so what this, the Colorado State Supreme Court should have said was, look, you know, I get this. I'm motivated because we know they're all biased. They are biased, but I can't go against the Constitution. So I'm going to have to rule this way. So when it goes to the Supreme Court, it should be an unanimous decision. And if it's yeah. not, there's something wrong in D.C. <laughs> and did you hear what Joe Biden said today when they mm -hmm. asked him about it? He goes, we'll let the courts decide. It's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, Joe! <What? laughs> Why don't we have some elections here and let the people decide? Yes, he said the you quiet know. part out loud. We'll just let the judge. Well, that's what Byron York, who's a columnist, was seeing. He said we could, you know, the judges are going to say we're just going to save everybody the time and trouble, and we're just going to announce the winner of the twenty twenty four election right now, so we can get through all this. Well, you know, one of the and things you don't have to do ballot harvesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at what they'd say. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things. Unlike a peace officer, lawyers don't ever have to say they're sorry, right? And especially if you're judge, you oh. Go, oh no, oh, oh, I get to decide that stuff. You know, I decide what you things, decide. That's one of the things we're going to talk about on Friday. And I, I don't, I hate to switch gears so no, quick. No, I was going to do that anyway. So go ahead. Talking about Donald Trump, but um, you know, actually, that's a good phrase. Being a lawyer is never having to say you're sorry. I think that's a great, great term. Because um, John and I have just had some amazing cases here in the last summer, and I've been waiting for these cases to get adjudicated and resolved so we can talk about them. 
I mean, John just has some amazing cases to where law enforcement or the judicial system totally screwed up. I read a PC affidavit today, which I can't talk about because I just got retained. There's no probable cause. There's no evidence of a crime and a judge signed the arrest warrant. And I'm like, how can you do this? Um, well, they signed so it ahead of time. They just have a bunch of them in their little file folders. Do you know what I mean? And well, let me so yeah. So Chuck and I are taking Friday off, and Mark and and John are going to be filling in. And and then you know, you've talked to me about some of these cases a little bit. You know, and maybe not these specifically, but 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 when you talk about the stuff you see going on, it's like you can't do that. And then they just do. You can't. <laughs> you, you can't do that. And and, and it happens. And then what will happen is, you know, John and I are not cheap. And and I hate to say that. <laughs> but when we get we retained, say that, we, we say that yeah. yeah chuck it out <laughs> our cheap so. <laughs> so i mean just one example kind of a little bit of a teaser is um the the public defender's office of denver and, and normally they have like like little districts the public defender's office and they've retained me before and they cringe when they hear my rates but <laughs> The city of Denver. Well, I've never of- seen the budget of the public defenders. <laughs> They're not cringing at all. It's when well, I think it's because they want to keep. It's like when I went through my divorce and my attorney told me she goes, "Hey, your your wife wants all kinds of money from this," and I said, "Well, I'm, I have no problems giving it to her." And she goes, "Well, I do." And I said, "Well, why do you care?" And she goes, "Because I want your money." <laughs> you know, so I understand the motivation, but I wrote these reports on these crazy, crazy cases wrote like a three, four page report, basically saying you have no credible evidence and both times they dropped the charges. So, and, and this is my issue. When I write a report as a consultant who used to be a detective for many years and I call them out, I mean, I know how this works. So I call them out and then they drop the charges. I'm like, you know what that shows that the DA's office is not interested in justice or the truth. They're what? into winning. You're kidding. <laughs> Did you I just surprise the audience? Holy so, shit. I didn't know that. I when did you come I, I up with attorney. that? I was, wow. I was on the stand this summer, and I was explaining all this exculpatory evidence that I found investigating this case. Now, understand, we're in the middle of a trial, and I'm explaining all this stuff, and the prosecutor during cross said, hey, you know, if you came up with all this stuff showing innocence or whatever, that there was no guilt, why didn't you just call me? And maybe we could have resolved this. And I'm like, who the hell are you trying to kid? That's not how the system works. But you it's just crazy. It. You would have figured it out. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. Well, you then could... they would have been able to fight if you gave them the information of the right. weakness of their case. What do right. they do? They're going to cinch it up before trial. So it, it's not how we, we have a, um, oh, what do they call it? The system in our judicial is combative. Um that's how it was designed. So don't ask me to like have faith or trust in the DA's office yeah. to do it right. <laughs> but so, so let me, let me, let me go through what we're going to talk about on Friday, if that's cool. Okay, no, so, please do. All right. We're going to, we're going to tell you who killed John Bonet. Oh, again, we're oh. going to tell you who was in the grassy knoll during the Kennedy assassination. Wow. I've been waiting for that. We, we recovered the 18 and a half missing minutes of the Nixon tape. We got Excellent. that. Excellent. We uncovered a letter from JFK to Marilyn Monroe. Uh-huh. So we'll talk about that. Um, I found a witness to Natalie Wood's drowning. That's oh, he did it. <laughs> Wagner did it, didn't he? He did it. I and, knew and he did it. And, and we also, we figured out who Jack the Ripper was. And 
We also found Amelia Earhart's plane. So we're going to talk about all this stuff on Friday. But actually, I think the big one is that might get the media involved is we found some individuals that in elementary school have said that Donald Trump stole their milk money. And that could (laughs) eliminate him from the presidency because he took some milk money in elementary. That's right. Now, they they don't need any evidence, as you've just said. So they'll just sign the warrant. <laughs> no, you don't, you no. don't need evidence. I mean, evidence is just, you know, but, but what, what we are going to actually seriously talk about on Friday is um, the old phrase, cops don't arrest innocent people. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> cops do arrest occasionally innocent people. Occasionally. <laughs> occasionally and that's when i love being on this side of the fence now is you know when we get those cases i love to stand up i love holding law enforcement accountable that they play by the rules if again i'm kind of read um saying this again district attorneys should only care about truth and justice (laughs) that is not how it works not how it works i mean yeah it's like i can't even believe i said this but Um, here's the sad part for you it's in those cases you're you getting the ones the court will uphold um the utterly uh baseless warrant utterly baseless uh utterly like you said well you can't do hair analysis you know this is bullshit this is pseudoscience and the colorado supreme court's no it's not it's good stuff and your client's guilty wait wait until you find out how rigged and how awful the system oh, really he is no he doesn't know yet he's got a couple more lessons to learn well he's got I, a couple more lessons that here lately or here recently that a, a retired or I, I don't know if she quit, got fired or whatever, a CBI analyst basically lied about DNA testing. And, right. and it's right. like, you talk about the end justifying the means. Oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. you a, a CBI agent say, oh, yeah, the DNA matches because they told me this person's guilty. So I'm just going to yeah. say that it matches and we're right. good. Because, again, you save money on all those tests. And I don't know if you're reading the comments. People are like, okay, they're going to be tuning in then. And then Leo says, hey, didn't you have time to interview Bigfoot? And so, <laughs> Well, he's being a little elusive, but I think yeah. we'll well, I think ultimately saw get to from- that. Somebody took pictures of Bigfoot from a Colorado, like the, the Royal Gorge train or something yeah, like yeah. that. I, there. I saw. So, yeah. well, thank you for filling in. Yeah, for us. we appreciate it. We appreciate it. It sounds like a great show. As always. Um, as, as always, Mark. And thank you for your time here, too. And we'll, you can tell people no Donald Trump. Just, just you solve every cold case yeah, in the history exactly. of the country. We'll let you guys take care of Donald Trump. Okay, we'll do that. Right. We'll Mark, do that. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mark. And hey, Bye-bye. So, so go ahead. So we'll be back on, um, we're going to also take Monday off. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas off. Um, no, and- you're not going to be. How dare you let we'll us down back. on Christmas? We'll be- how can you let us down on Christmas? <laughs> no. Come on, Julie. We're, oh my okay, god okay we'll be doing the show I'll, I'll, do, I'll, do, it. I'll be i don't need her well um but we'll probably rerun this show but we want to take this time to say thank you to everybody on zoom um what um you guys you know we appreciate you so much and thomas and all the guys at bbs too um we hope everybody has a wonderful christmas and a um, happy holidays and and, and 
Hanukkah, and all the rest of it. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, and, and again, you know, I think like Sundance says, don't, we're fighting, Dave Williams is doing the good fight. Um, and, I, and do give the Republican Party some money if you've got a couple of Give them some love if you can. Yeah, just go on that pound, pound them and give them five bucks. If that's all you can afford, then they'll take it. All right, and everyone, Mark, we'll see you here on Friday. We'll see you then next week. Wednesday. Have, have a wonderful holiday. We'll see you later. Bye-bye, everybody.